Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Tuesday morning. Another day to be alive. Another day to serve our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And uh, praise God for His uh, great mercy that He gave us this day to uh, celebrate and to worship Him. Hey, that's why we're created, is to uh, to serve our Lord and Savior. So if you ever question, why am I here? You're here to serve the Lord. So praise God for that. Uh, that was, in case you didn't know, the music I was playing uh uh, to prior to coming on was the newsboys. God is not dead. So we, I remember when they come to uh, Kingsport here a few years ago and got to listen to them and uh, they put on a good concert. Of course, that's the one song I wanted to hear. <laughs> Of course, they, they save the songs that you want to hear to the last, so you'll stay. But uh, it was a good concert. In fact, uh, I know there were several people from the church that was there um, that night. Uh, uh, so, But uh, good morning to Angel and uh, Jennifer and Stanton Trailer and my professor, Mark Soto. He's a good man. I think the world of him. And uh, I told Dad, I said, uh, Mark, if you're still, or Dr. Soto, if you're still watching, I, I can't call you Mark. It, it seems weird. But <laughs> Dr. Soto, if you're watching, I told Dad, I said, I, I'm glad that you tune in from time to time. And, and, uh, but I said, sometimes I feel like, uh, I get nervous because I feel like he's grading me. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, was, I, I think, oh no, he's going to take off points. And I think, well, wait, I'm not still in school anymore. So he can't do that. But, <laughs> so, but feel free to write a critique if you, if you, if you, if you feel the need. If I'm messing up big time, feel need to do that. So. But I uh, hope everybody has a good day today and a blessed day. But uh, uh, today's going to be uh, a bad day for my little dog. I've got a, a great Pyrenees, sweetest little dog in the world, and uh, love him to death. But he doesn't realize that uh, today he becomes a eunuch. And uh, so I feel sorry for him. I, uh, me and Dad talked about this the other day, and... Uh, uh, I don't know what movie, maybe I just Dr. Doolittle, uh, where that dog, they're dragging him into the clinic and he's sitting, and the dog's talking and he's saying, I'll, I'll, I'll never look at another woman again, another female dog again, I'll never do it again, never do it again. And, uh, all of a sudden looks over and sees a poodle and says, hey baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, we, my dad and I, we have weird sense of humors, but, um, that's just the way we are. But anyway, I uh, do trust everybody's doing well, and with that said, I think we should do our Pledge of Allegiance, so let us stand and do that right now. I pledge, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We do live in a wonderful, wonderful country, that's for sure, and uh, we're, we're blessed to be in this, uh, in the world that we're living in, uh, or the nation we live in, so the world, well, that's good too, but the nation we're living in, but I, um, uh, our, our nation needs our prayers right now, I mean, it, uh, uh, we've got some wicked people coming into power, and we want to have to pray uh, for our nation. We're going to have to pray for those who are over us. And, of course, that's what I was telling you all uh, Sunday evening, you know, in regards to our study in First uh, Peter chapter 2, verses uh, 13 through 17, and uh, that, you know, even as wicked as these people are that are coming into office because they support every ungodly thing out there, they're radical, progressive, uh, left, 
But um, remember there, uh, look at Nero, how evil he was. And here Peter and Paul were saying to obey those in authority and pray for them. And uh, I know it's hard. I know a lot of people are angry and upset. And I'm right there with you. But and I'm trying to pray to do the right thing. So that's what we got to do, guys. We we have a natural inclination uh, to to be angry, uh, to want to rebel, to want to uh, uh, do those things that really make us feel. We we think will make us feel better in a lot of what's going on. But honestly, uh, if you're a Christian, you're going to have to bring that before the Lord. Uh, pray for those who are in authority. We have to obey uh, our laws unless, of course, if it goes against uh, uh, those things of the, of the Bible, if they're asking us to do things that are contrary to the Word, then, of course, we don't do that. But uh, we have to obey the laws of the land and uh, uh, you know, give it over to the Lord. And uh, we've, uh, we have a mission. Remember, we are sojourners. We're exiles. We have a mission on this on this planet while we're here to spread the gospel. That's what we got to focus on. We can't expect government uh, to save us uh, and to do the right thing. We, as Christians, have Jesus Christ in our hearts that helps us to discern between what is right and wrong. That is, see, that's how we. Do. It's not not what we believe. You know, that's why I was getting that Sunday morning. It's not what we believe is good makes it good. It's not what we believe is bad that makes it bad. It is based on God Almighty. Otherwise, it would be subjective, not objective. And that's why it's important that we as Christians uh, follow uh, the, yeah, I'm going to say that we as Christians are keeping our eyes focused on the Lord. And that uh, we're doing the right thing, and that we're doing as we're called to do. And we're in these last days, and I, believe, I truly believe we're in the last days, that we need to make sure that we are spreading that gospel, and that we are showing that light in this world of darkness, and pointing uh, as many people as we can to the cross. Plant as much seed as you can to try to win souls for the Lord. That's what we need to be focusing on. Now, focusing on uh, what we can't control in regards to government and stuff that makes us all very angry and upset, uh, trust me, it is uh, uh, very frustrating, uh, but we've got to keep our focus where it needs to be, okay, and uh, so that's my little uh, uh, pep talk <laughs> before we get into our study this morning, uh, hopefully that'll find you well, so, because uh, like I said, I know a lot of people are upset right now, and uh, you know, here we're, this, uh, I, I don't have no desire to watch uh Biden being sworn in, I, I, I will force myself to pray for him and Harris and that administration, but I have no desire to uh, to watch watch him being, well, I got to let it go. Anyway, let's look at our verse this morning. We're looking at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And as me, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, it is, um, remember, faith is not something we conjure up on our own. Okay, it's not some good little thing that we uh, we do uh, and uh, think we're doing something good. It's something, we have to have faith, all right, in order to please God. And when you lack that faith, you're more or less calling God a liar because you're saying you don't have enough faith in God uh, to be who he claims to be. 
to have the power he says that he has. And uh, you're, so you're basically calling God a liar if you do not have the faith. Again, it's not faith is not something we conjure on our own. It is a gift of God. And if you don't have that proper faith in God, then you are calling him a liar. And uh, but I don't know about you. I don't want to call God a liar. But see, here's the thing. You know, when um, we accept Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, you know, pastors, uh, such as myself, uh, you know, we want to talk about the good things of the Lord, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, we I like to talk about uh, his, his his free gift of salvation, his saving grace, uh, his mercy, his goodness, how he's there for us in, in tough times and good times. And those things are good, are true. But at the same time, God is merciful, but God can display his wrath. God uh, will, there can be, even though God loves us and forgives us, there will be consequences to our actions and to our sins. And God chastises those that he loves. And, you know, one way that Satan wants to creep into our heads and to uh, help, to, to want us quit, to, I can't talk this morning, to, uh, to question uh, our faith in God, you know, you look at Job and how he lost his children, he lost his wealth, he lost all these things. And yet, uh, you know, of course, what Joe say, God, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. You know, he still remained. He kept that faith in God. And I think that's a problem with a lot of people today. Uh, they put their, their faith in God superficially. Uh, and I, and uh, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's just it's a superficial faith because as soon as things get bad, it's like, well, why is this happening? This isn't fair. This, you know, I didn't sign up for this. This is not what it's supposed to be. And and uh, you know, it's almost like, um, well, you can look at the parable of the sower. You know, it, it's almost like the the seed that was on the rocky ground. That at first it seemed uh, that excitement, and then uh, when the sun came out, it burned it up, and uh, and it dissipated. And it is uh, a lot of people I've spoken with over the years. Uh, you know, I've here I've been in in church ministry uh, for going on uh, 16 years now. It's hard to believe. And uh, I've been an, an actual pastor. Uh, of course, that's, you know, being ordained uh, has been a lot less than that. I wish I remember the date uh, when I got ordained. Uh, but I would say, uh, I don't know. It's not, it, that's irrelevant right now. I don't know. I think 10 years or something. But, um where was I? Where was I even going with that? <laughs> it's early. My mind ain't working right. Um, hold on here. Let me get my train of thought back on uh, where it was supposed to be at. Um, oh, okay. Anyway, there's people I've, I've taught, I've seen a lot throughout the years. They get saved. Uh, they're excited. They're on fire. And then uh, all of a sudden, they lose their job. Their car breaks down. All this stuff starts to happen. And inevitably, every time they come and say, well, things were going good till I got saved. And, and I'll be honest with you, sadly, a lot of these people, they were coming to the church for a regular. And then when all these things happen, uh, I rarely see them back at church again. I, I, be, I mean, they, maybe they're going somewhere else. Hey, as long as they're going somewhere, that's fine, you know. But I, I don't ever see them, hardly ever see these people again. Uh, in fact, a lot of times, that's what Dad said. It's like when we baptize people, they, they, they apparently uh, just uh, 
uh, melt into the water because they, you know, we never see them again. So I don't know what happens. But I tell people, yes, yes, you're going to have that trouble. You're going to have problems. The devil don't like where you're at. You know, before he had you and you wasn't a threat. But when you come to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, he don't like that. He wants to separate you from that joy. He wants to separate you uh, from what Christ is giving you and offering you. He wants to separate you at all costs. And so, yes, uh, these bad things are going to happen. And sometimes there is the testing of our faith. Uh, to see where we're at. But remember, not every trial, and, no, I'm sorry, not every sickness, not every bad thing that we go through is a trial, is a test. It's not something that God is trying to, to show us. Okay, so keep that in mind. Uh, I think a lot of people think that every bad thing uh, that they're supposed to, that God's trying to reveal something to them, that's not true. I mean, even the disciples, they didn't, uh, you know, when they went through situations, they wasn't trying to, you know, the, seek out to find out, oh, what's, what's going to, you know, what. What am I what's supposed to be revealed to me, so to speak? And there are those times that it is. You, know, you may say, well, how do I know? Well, you've got to pray and, and have discernment as to sometimes we just have bad things happen because we just live in a sin-filled world. I mean, that's just all it boils down to. Uh, you know, that's why these, these sometimes bad things just happen. And sometimes uh, it is uh, God trying to get our attention and to steer us in the right direction. And uh, it is frustrating. It really is. You know, as many as you know, I've got uh, a lot of health problems, uh, a lot of upper respiratory issues, and uh, this virus, it, I mean, it, it scares me. I ain't going to lie. But uh, I just had to have faith. So again, that comes back around to having that faith, trusting in God's promises, trusting that uh, uh, he's going to take care of me and my family no matter what happens and uh, what comes about. And uh, you know, I think that's I think that's when faith comes in the most uh, is uh, to do those things that are scary, you know. And uh, because sometimes you know it, it takes that. You know, remember there's 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 faith in God, grounded faith, and then there's just blind faith. And I think some people sometimes out there are you know God don't expect us to just do things blindly. You know, we are seek Him out, seek Him early. Seek him in prayer. Seek him in, in reading the scriptures. And, you know, we're not just to just do things blindly. We seek those things out and pray for that discernment. What does God's word tell us with regards to wisdom? Whoever asks for wisdom will have it abundantly. So we need to pray for that wisdom. We need to pray for that discernment so that we can that we are are having the faith in the Lord uh, to do the things that He wants us to do and to trust in Him. You know, the Lord will always take care of our needs. He's always going to be there for us. He's going to, um, um, uh, he's never going to leave us or forsake us. I'll get out of here in a second. But um, uh, I just want to read um, this little excerpt here. It says, salvation and everything that we have is from God as a gift by his grace. The reformer Martin Bucer explains, when God rewards our good works, he is rewarding his works and gifts in us rather than our own works, since God works in us both to will and to work for his good pleasure. You know, so, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they see, um, uh, you talk about uh, works. Uh, you know, remember, we don't work our way into heaven, but our faith is in Christ will produce good works. You see what I'm saying? Because of our love for Jesus Christ, it will produce those things in us to want to do things to please the Lord. It's not to do it to earn to to, to earn merit into heaven. 
uh, we do it because we love the Lord and we want to do those things to please Him. All right? So we need to make sure we remember that. We do not have a works-based faith. And, uh, and that you are trusting God in all areas of your life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and they were walking with Him daily. You know, uh, you can think no more than uh, Enoch, who walked with God. He walked so close with Him that one day he just disappeared. Uh, you know, he's one of those few like uh, uh, Elijah that uh, didn't really die. They just went on with the Lord, you know. Uh, very, very neat. In fact, I always pray every morning, Lord, help me to uh, uh, to walk as close with you as Enoch did. You know, that would be, uh, be an awesome thing. But uh, uh it says that uh, Enoch walked by faith. His 300-year walk of faith obtained God's testimony that he was pleasing to him. We must walk by faith with God on earth. We expect to dwell in him forever in heaven. So that means, um, and, and I don't want to keep reading to you, but some of these, there are some points here I think are, are important. It says, to walk with God means that our lives are in step with God, yielded in obedience to him, headed in the direction he chooses. Walking also implies intimacy and fellowship. Walking with a friend is a time to talk, to get to know one another, and to share the things that are happening in your lives. Walking with God is a daily process of growing more intimate with Him as you share everything in your life with Him and learn more of His ways. And I think that's one one big problem with a lack of faith, uh, with apathy, with complacency among the Christian community, uh, that lukewarmness because of the, the there's not that you're not having that intimacy with the Lord, you're not having that daily walk with the Lord, you're not having that that uh, that, that alone time with Christ. And I think that's why we're seeing it. Remember, in those last days, in the church of Laodicea, and we are seeing that big time, uh, God's going to spew that out of his mouth. And it, it is nauseating. You know, the re, where they get that from, that lukewarmness. Uh, you know, of course, during this, this time period in which the Bible was written, they'd have these aqueduct, aqueducts going into Rome. And so by the time the cold, fresh water that it was uh, being drawn from uh, these aqueducts were so long and so far that by the time it got to to where they were at there in the city, it was it was lukewarm. It was nauseating. It was not something you would want to drink. You know, you might use it to water a plant or something, but you you wouldn't want to ingest it because it was just it was nasty by the time it got there. And that's where we're getting this this vision, this understanding of lukewarmness that God is not going to tolerate among the church and Christians. And, and my friends, you know, we need to be on fire for the things of the Lord. We need to be on fire and excited to be in church. Be on fire and excited to walk with the Lord daily. And that will only increase our faith and our understanding standing in the Lord. And you know, and I've been seeing a lot of people right now uh, doing this um, uh, fasting in regards to losing weight. Well, that's that's fine and good, but don't, uh, uh, if that's what you feel like you need to do, but don't, when we fast, uh, understand as Christians, uh, it's not to lose weight uh, or to something uh, superficial as that, uh, it's to try to gain a better understanding uh, of our, our relationship with the Lord and the direction He wants us to go in. We don't fast to try to force God to to do something that we want done. We fast to submit to Him and to have a clear understanding of what, maybe what God wants us to understand or to help battle something that we, we have in our personal lives we need to overcome. And uh, and I've told you all this before several years ago that uh, there is, it fundamentally changed uh, my ministry, uh, my outlook, my thinking, I took a week-long uh, staycation, you know, at home vacation. 
And I took the first day and I fasted from sun up to sundown, truly just trying to pray, seeking out the Lord uh, for His will for my life, uh, to help me overcome a battle, some things that uh, was was really uh, interfering and impeding uh, my walk with the Lord. And that whole week, I, I stayed off the computer, off the internet, social media, television. That, that's just something I felt led to do, you know. Uh, so I had a fasting in that respect from technology. And uh, just took time to read autobiographies. Uh, I loved Billy Graham's uh, Just As I Am. I read that book and uh, a couple others. And, uh, of course, spending that time in the Word and in prayer. And I'm telling you, it made such a dramatic difference in my relationship with the Lord, my ministry. And, uh, and, and I can't encourage you that if you are experiencing a, a period of, of questioning your faith, maybe, or that you are apathetic, or that you are being complacent to maybe take a day or two, uh, maybe take a day to fast, uh, maybe take uh, some time to just really focus and really spend some real quality time with the Lord to seek Him out. And I'm telling you, it will make a huge difference. But you got to do it biblically, not selfishly, and, and not trying to say, well, I'm going to fast because I'm wanting to... I don't know, go to Hawaii, and if I fast, I want to force God to help me get those play tickets to get, that's not how it works, all right, that's not, that's not how that works at all, but uh, I'm going to close with this, I thought this was uh, was cute, uh, said so there's a familiar story about a little girl who went to Sunday school and heard the story of Enoch, she went home and told her mother, you know, mother, he used to go for a walk with God, the mother replied, that's wonderful, dear, how did it end? Well, mother, one day they walked. The one day they walked on and on, and got and got so far that God said to Enoch, "You're a long ways from home. You had better come in and stay with me. If you walk with God by faith, your life is pleasing to Him. Even if you go through horrible trials, you can trust that He is with you. One day He will say to you, 'You're a long ways from home. You had better come in and stay with me.' Well, that'd be awesome, my friends." Let's walk closely with the Lord. Let's walk as close with Him as Enoch did, and search Him out daily. And uh, you know, I know a lot of people are facing a lot of a lot of trials right now: job loss, sickness, this virus. Uh, you know, it's uh, it can be a scary situation. But just place your hand that nail scarred hand. Have that faith that God is there, and He's going to take care of all of our needs according to His riches and glory. And when things happen that we don't understand, we have to trust in Him and realize that a finite being can not possibly understand an infinite God. And so who are we, who are we to question the Creator? And uh, so let us uh, understand that He's control, trust in that, and uh, He'll get us through this thing called life. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank You, love You, and praise You. Lord, thank You so much for this wonderful day. Thank You for Your grace and Your mercy. Lord, help us daily to walk with You and, uh, and be have an intimate relationship with you, Lord Jesus. Let us search you out daily and let us serve you well. And Lord, uh, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for this nation. And I pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds uh, of, this, of the people before it's too late. Lord, I pray for this incoming administration and that you will touch their hearts and minds and that you will change their wicked hearts. They'll come to know you, Lord Jesus. 
And Lord, I do pray that uh, you also lift up our brother Christ, Ron Thompson, and uh, Roger Winters. I will live, pray for Wendy Lee, and Kim Penix, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and Linda David Feathers, and uh, Lord, pray to be Jane Kitchings, and uh, so many others, Lord Jesus, uh, that are dealing with loss, dealing with sickness. And Lord, as often up prayers each and every day, Lord, be with them, guide them, and help them, protect them. And Lord, I just pray to be with us today. Let us be a witness for you and serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you uh, guys and gals for watching this morning and uh, saw see a few new faces uh, uh, tuning in, and I appreciate that, really do. And uh, uh, Lord willing, we try to do this every morning. I try to do this every morning at 6.15, and uh, so sometimes I'm a minute or two late. But, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are abandoning ship with uh, social media and Facebook in particular. If you decide to, that you don't want to be a part of that anymore, that's fine. But uh, uh, you can still watch these devotions on our website at flbconline.com. You can still watch all the, the devotions and all of our sermons and uh, there on uh, the website. And, uh, or you can go to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge. And, uh, uh, but it's audio only, but you can listen to all these devotions and all of our sermons as you're going out and about your day. I hope everybody has a fantabulous day, a great day today. Remember, say a little prayer for my little dog. He's going to have surgery today. So, uh, uh, the prayer day goes well. But, uh, hope everybody has a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.